here we go. Who the hell are you, man? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. We are the knights! Uh-huh. Hold on to your butt. And now for something completely different. Hello out there and welcome to the Knights of Nerditude podcast. Podcast for all things nerd. I am your host tonight, Sean. I'm here on the Skype hotline with... Uh, that's why I played T-ball till I was 25. Sam. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with Spooky John. <laughs> and I should have put a compass in this mug, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So for all those who've seen it and recognize those, at least two of those quotes, um, we all did watch Hubie Halloween on Netflix. So we will be reviewing that a little later. Um, we also have some TV shows that we're we're going to talk about, some uh, some Fargo, some... Haunting of Bly Manor, uh, and and a few others. But uh, first, we're going to jump right into news. Uh, it's been a few weeks since we've done an, a real, actual episode of our podcast. So, jump right into some of this news. First thing I want to say is, guys, Jared Leto's coming back as Joker, and I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I saw this, and I thought it was clickbait. I thought it was clickbait because I'm like, these people are so freaking stupid. <laughs> Why are they? So, if I read that right, they're doing reshoots for the yes. Snyder yeah, Cut? Put, I think they did $300 million for reshoots and yeah. all that other no, stuff. No, no, no. They're not paying $300 no, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, not no, $300. No. 30, 30. Yeah, yeah. $30. <laughs> Where did 300 come from? Jesus. <laughs> I've been uh, working all day. It's tough. <laughs> dude, they're going for it. Fucking like, Snyder is really, I mean, who saw that coming? That, I know. Like, he was like, going to reach back. I mean, just like recast the Joker at that point and make it its own thing. You know? <laughs> like, who wants to like play the, like, who wants to like get the Joker on their like comic book passport role, you know, <laughs> stamp? And then, you know, just. Uh, I mean, what did he see of like, you know, from Suicide <laughs> Squad to be like, yes, we need Leto? There's no point of doing this if we can't get Leto. <laughs> like, oh my god. I, I don't understand this choice. Like, the movie was fine without J the Joker. What's the point of adding well, him in? Fine. I, it's doing a lot of work there. But, like, see, like I, I, it hurts my brain to think about it. Because, like, I've seen Justice League. Why are you going to add the Joker into it? Like, Batman's story really doesn't have anything to do and with he's not this coming movie. back right he's not coming back in any other movie so why right. waste the, the money point? he What's... should he should shoot um he should shoot bruce wayne's parents in like a dream sequence <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> oh man yeah so uh, just, I I had to I get that confusing. I can't. Bit off I can't believe like, that. I can't believe that. That's like so freaking stupid. It's oh. gonna be worse than I think it is, isn't it? It's gonna be a train wreck <laughs> on top of way. a train wreck. Like it's gonna be a four-hour train wreck. That I'm said, so... I'm gonna watch it once. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. We should do a watch party. 
because you know that's what the thing is now. Can yeah. can I give a standing ovation if it's only like a Zoom call? Like, well, I don't know how I don't know how it works. I think Amazon sent me an email or something. It's like you get a five dollar gift card if you request a watch party and do a watch party with people. So, but I think it's only going to HBO streaming. So I don't I don't know what. Yeah, was that was that for Borat? They wanted you to do a streaming a watch. No, party it was just for? any. It was just any watch play or party watch or whatever it was. Gotcha. Can we do party. one for Borat? Borat? <laughs> I don't know. I forget everything that happened in the first one. I just remember it was so ridiculously stupid that I just like, why did I waste all my time? Yeah. I'm sure I'll have I'll have a Borat report next week. If we if we do a real podcast again, who knows? Right. <laughs> um, all right. So Sticking with the superhero genre and casting people that did not do good their first time around. Do well. Um, so, I'm sorry. Jamie Fox is coming back as Electro. In Marvel or, or this? Oh, sorry. Yeah, for Spider-Man Three, like Jamie Fox was awful in that in Spider-Man Two. Why is he coming back, guys? Is this rumored or definite? No, this is definite. This is confirmed. Because remember, there's, we were talking about She-Hulk. She-Hulk um, casting. Yeah, Andrew yeah. Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire are going to come back as Peter Parker. And it's going to explore the, uh, the Spider-Verse. Which, if that's the case, then I kind of see why they would cast him as Electro. To kind of tie the, the, uh, the universes together. But... They basically shot down like, oh, no, we're not in talks of casting those two guys at this point. And but Jamie Foxx is confirmed. Yeah. But like. Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 was bad. You know what this problem? This is probably going to be, you know, it's it's not Wrath of Khan. It's not Wrath of Khan. It's not Wrath of Khan. Oh, it's Wrath of Khan. You know? Yeah. Not not yeah. saying that that's a movie, but like the character is Khan. That's right, 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 right. Because that, no, yeah. JJ was really good at keeping secrets, and oh, yeah. for some reason something happened that that time. <laughs> you know, it just didn't didn't work, and I think they're falling into that trap where it's like it's not Spider Man two, it's not going to be Electro again. He's not Electro. Jamie Fox isn't playing Electro because we can't cross over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fine. He's fine. Boom! It's Electro. Uh, yeah, like, and the fans oh. make a collective, huh? Yeah, like <laughs> I look at it, I'm like, okay, Amazing Spider-Man Two was very bad and confusing as a script and as a story. The villains were the really bad part of that movie, and like Electro was, God, who was really the, bad. Was the other one Rhino? Was that just Rhino was one? in it? Paul Giamatti. Was I know Rhino. Rhino was in it as Paul Giamatti. Yeah, the but, beginning. Like, was there and another? Was yeah, there, there was the goblin. All right. <laughs> see, see, I didn't, that I didn't ugly find crap. Uh, what's his face as um, Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. I really no, I didn't either. It. I yeah, it. It's just everything else about that movie was awful. Oh yeah, Both but that's that's Ed. I don't know what the hell Sony's trying to do right now. Uh, good luck to you, but I don't think that's the right direction. Like trying guys, to convince us those weren't horrible movies. Yeah. Hey, hey, remember that amazing backstory of Electro that he became evil because Spider-Man forgot it was his birthday? Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, 
last bit of news I have. I don't know if you guys have any. Um, but so from the sounds of it, movie theaters have been listening to our podcast, mainly podcasts we've done like oh, a year or two ago. My idea? My idea? Yes. 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 Chris, do you want to take it? Go ahead. Okay. So if you all don't know, uh, you probably don't. Well, if you've been listening forever, uh, you know, thank you. But I came up with this idea. I want to say it was two years ago. Or maybe it was close to two years ago. Close to two years ago. Where you create a small little um, viewing room, so you can fit uh, picture a conference room almost in, in an office building, and um, <clears throat> you build these rooms and you have a movie screen, and then you put like ten or twelve chairs in there where a group of friends can go and rent and pay for tickets to go watch this movie in a the movie theater, and it's a new release. But the thing is, the people who are there have one screening, and then they can pause and play whenever they need to. But they also have like a food bar, like you can bring food to their place and just have them eat it. So it's not really like a two and a half hour movie excursion. It's more like a four hour eat movie type thing. And you're limited to a certain amount of time. The thing is, now, movie theaters are actually freaking doing that. But you, I'm assuming you can rent out the whole, yeah, it's, the, whole, the whole theater, so you can fit like a hundred people in there, which is just you know excessive. But because of COVID and everything, twenty percent capacity of that is twenty people in the end. Um, but it's the same. I mean, they took my idea. <laughs> they literally took my idea. But this is the way I think you could have saved movie theaters in some areas. You yes. Know? I don't the, know what that was for, Sean, but anyway. Uh, John changed his background. Oh, okay. I yeah. realized, I finally realized what Sam's background is related to uh, an Adam Sandler movie. Yes. So oh, I also yeah. reflected the change. John now has Dunkachino as his background from Jack and Jill. All right. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Anyways, we, yes, we they, st- they stole to your idea. Out. They did steal my idea. Very I am also like, maybe we should do this. But yeah, I, my takeaway is like, fuck, dude, it's getting bad. I feel <laughs> so bad for the movie theaters. Like, mm-hmm. you know, our our local independent one in, in Lincoln. Um, I'm looking at the stuff that's like they're playing. Yeah, like they're they are trying everything, and like but, I, I but there's no good answer. Like really, of like what they can do. I mean, I'll say this: I've I've seen reports of like there hasn't been a single single super spreader event that's been traced back to a movie theater for whatever that's worth. Um, I think you know you yeah. have to have people going to the movies for something like that to even happen. But yeah, um, I don't know. It, it's it's really it's really dark days because I don't you know it's it's gonna get worse before it gets better. Unfortunately. Yeah. Like I saw, I saw a trailer for something today. I forget what it was, but it was like a real sort of movie, and released in theaters, you know, Christmas. And I'm like, why? Like, how? How are you even going to do that when there's no theaters open? Right. No, it's it's a, it's a struggle for them, and hopefully they have the ability in some states to get you know funding to keep them open, or not keep them open, but at least keep the bills paid. Uh, because I know that there's some states that actually aren't allowing movie theaters on those lists to get those loans and stuff. So, well, the whole if, thing is, you know, what a lot of the um, 
distributors and studios are saying is that because California and New York have been so stringent to reopen, you know, a tremendous amount of the, you know, American moviegoers are in those two states. And if those aren't going to open, then, you know, they're really leaving a lot on the table. Because, I mean, I don't know. I saw Tenet because I was bored, but I haven't been remotely, you know... I have I haven't considered seeing anything else in theaters, and like now I'm even probably more resistant to what I was over the summer because mm-hmm. you know it's a little bit more out there. Yeah. So I I I just I feel bad for him. I I don't want him to go away, but I know that's like it's they're going the way of the dodo. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, but that's kind of what what's going on, and I'm not really a fan of it because I love going to movie theaters. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, the macro trend is just wasn't good to begin with. Um, although, I, I say that, but I think they had, like, the most... I don't think it, by, you know, absolute terms of, like, people going to the movies, it was their best year, but it was... It wasn't like there was a big downward trend, like, overall, like, American box office last year. No, I, I think it actually rose a few years ago. Right. So, regardless of what's going on, it was going up. Right. I mean, there is this sort of, like, dichotomy of, like, yeah, big movies are still big and huge, and there's, like, no little movies anymore. Like, the, like that's pretty much, like, collapsed. Um, but, you know, Avengers pay the bills, too. Like, it's not... In fact, those are what actually pay the bills, probably. Yeah, yeah. It's the else. food. The food sales and the... Yeah, it's just the food sales, I think. Was yeah. where they get most well, that, of was, the that was the other thing. In, in mass, you know, I think very recently we got to like stage three, part two, item five or whatever, <laughs> where um, concessions were actually allowed. I don't know if that's going to get rolled back in a couple weeks. I would guess if they're going to do something like that, that would. But I mean, that really, you know, handicaps their ability to make any money. Yeah. You're going to do that. I mean, I don't know how it's, I, I can't possibly imagine how it works now with like, I mean, I haven't even looked at like how many people are going to the theater, but I can't imagine it's much. I mean, I, I was there tenant, you know, opening weekend, and there was one other person in the theater with me. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, 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 tough, to it's, it's grim, tough to see. You know? It's tough to see. It's tough to see. And now so. all the, you know, all the all the Oscar bait stuff is pretty much get picked up on, you know, a lot of the streaming places. Like I just, you know, the one that we'll probably talk about um, either next show or next time we do a real episode, Trial of the uh, Chicago Seven. Um, which is on Netflix, uh, is kind of like the first sort of Oscar Beatty sort of movie of the year. Um, and that was supposed to be a theatrical release, but then they were just like, well, fuck it. We can't, we're not going to be able to get any money out of theaters. Let's just sell it to Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of these places yeah. are willing to dump money on it too. So, right. Plus you have, plus you have Apple Plus in the game with all their cash. It's, it's, it, there, there are some bidders out there for some movies that, that it might be worth it, like uh, Mila Jovovich's monster movie that's coming out this year. Right. That's yeah. That's that's kind of prime real estate for uh, a company award like season. <laughs> no, I mean like a company like Netflix to pay cheap. Sure. Know? There's no way that movie is gonna break a hundred million. So. Uh, right. How did uh, how did the last uh, Resident Evil movie do? I, I honestly, I I couldn't tell you if I tried. Oh, the cannon fodder introduced into cannon fodder movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, what was I don't. the name of that one? 
ex not extinction. It was like final, final chapter. <laughs> it's usually something like revelations or revolution. That's so so made over three hundred million. Three hundred. It was mostly mostly foreign. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee that. Um, but Monster Hunter is also starring Mila Jovovich and also directed by Paul W S Anderson. Oh, well, he. You know, those two are like. They're married. Oh, well, that okay. doesn't. Well, that, yeah, but that doesn't mean you. That doesn't mean you're making all the movies together all the time. Right. Well, one other one other streaming news. Uh, one less player as of today, as as uh, Quibi uh, bites the dust. Yay! You guys never really checked Quibi out, huh? No, no interest. Well, didn't didn't Quibi have um, Reno nine one one? I like, maybe there might have been a season. There might have been a show. I mean, the whole thing was they were doing you know seven eight minute episodes. I I checked out maybe one or two shows. Um, Seems okay. I mean, like the whole thing was like it was perfect size, like when you're on the subway or like at the gym, and then those things just disappeared. <laughs> but people, you know, although you know, people say that, but um, at the same time, like you know, TikTok has like grown immensely in popularity, and like Snapchat, I guess, is actually doing pretty well too. So it's not like people watching stuff for five minutes died. It's just, I don't know. I think part of it is like there's so many choices for streaming. Like, why are you gonna go with like some random? You know, yeah, it'd be Plus, like Amazon getting into it now. You know, it'd be like, why am I going to watch Amazon? I have all these other things. Kind of yeah. like the same with Apple, but Apple is so much money and they're giving it to people. If you buy a new iPhone, I mean, people will check it out. Right. But, you know. Yeah. Plus, like that, like seven, eight minute limit is just like, I mean, who who wants to see something high quality for that short amount of time? Right. If it's, it's like high if, quality. Well, th that's how they were trying to sell it. And it was. I mean, like, the thing I was watching was Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Liam Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth's brother, and, um, oh, shit, the bad guy from Inglorious Bastards, Christoph Waltz. And, like, it looked good. Um, they, you know, had this weird thing, too, where, it, you know, you could watch it in either frame or uh, aspect ratio on your phone. You can watch it in widescreen or portrait mode, which was interesting. Um, I wouldn't not necessarily recommend that, but anyway. I guess one other weird thing, too. So now, now they're trying to sell off what they have. But I guess they didn't actually own any of it. They were just, like, licensing it. So, like, the studios or whatever just own it or the production company. So it's like, what the fuck are they even selling? Oh. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go sell this, like, random series to, like, Peacock for, like, two years before it reverts back to the original owners like and i don't know anyway um talking about things coming to an end um some just fucking brutal news mm. uh, for the podcast uh, of yeah. fast and the furious uh <laughs> slated to end after mm. fast 11 yeah fast so that 11. would mean we have two more the next more. one is the next one is nine, which yep. has been filmed, yep. which is done. So, then so we now, two. only two movies after. Only that's it. <laughs> only. And I, I just, I just jumped on this ride, man. Is this the biggest franchise? This would be well, aside from like Godzilla. You know. What are you talking about in terms of movies? 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be up there. It'd be like, you know, James Bond would probably have yeah. more. James yeah. Bond, Godzilla's. I mean, depends on how you break up Marvel, but yeah, Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. Well, Star Wars has the 9. Well, plus this two spin-offs. Well, I'm not including I'm at so it'll be 12 with Hobbs and Shaw then. Right. So, I'm not including those. I'm just including main yeah, it'd be up there. It's definitely going to be one of the highest grossing ever. Um, yeah. I wonder, is it... Harry Potter at nine. Sur- it's probably <laughs> Harry Potter, Plus, right? Harry Potter had uh, eight. What I'm going to be interesting about this is, like, how do they end it? Because uh, they've ended the series, like, five times now. <laughs> Right. they've used like every ending trope now well it, what is it so the better question is what are the odds that paul walker makes an appearance right Hologram, I, paul walker. you know they've used his brothers and cgi to do it finish it like finish his filming in the last one and it you know what it didn't look bad no if you didn't uh, know you wouldn't have known i i knew it going into it so i was trying to pick it out like i could tell but it wasn't you know, we we're, we haven't we're not going to be seeing his face in, in these movies for at least six or seven years. So, you're you're right. We do. We've got five years to reanimate Paul Walker. <laughs> well, you that's could literally the, you could probably you could probably have one of his brothers stand in if it wasn't if it's not too far off. You know, this is like this is exactly how James Cameron was like with the Avatar movies. I'm just gonna fucking wait until the technology catches up. Hey. Guys, guys, do you want you want some some bad good news? Yeah, have, get uh, news Paul Walker's character is coming back. Is he? Okay. I'm not going to tell you which movie he's coming back in, but they've announced. Well, then when oh, they fly to space, I'm assuming. So that'd be <laughs> funny if like <laughs> if they go into space, but they keep doing the gag of like no one can hear you because it's all a vacuum. So like you see his mouth moving, but you don't need the voice. <laughs> no, what, what I was thinking is give him like, like a tracheotomy, so like he has to talk through like one of those like uh, you know electronic boxes or whatever. No, what I'm thinking is the last one. Uh, they go back in time. Yeah, and it's just like the first movie, but like everybody else is shot reshot except for Paul Walker, and we no. just use him in the it's first like back, movie. It's like you Back know, to the Future. Yeah. You all know what the scene is going to be in the end. It's going to be them around a dinner table or a <laughs> picnic table, and it's just going to hover on their faces as they're all smiling together. That's all. It's, you know exactly what. Vin Diesel's doing. drinking a beer. Weird. Just, oh, don't know. even get me started, Sam. We need to move on now before this gets out of control. <laughs> all right. I and mean, who holds a beer like that? Yep. It's just going to fly all over you, all over the place. It's just you're not even like trying to hide up. You're dead. Okay, okay. Deep breaths, deep breaths. Can we just go back and rewatch them again? <laughs> By all means, I need another martini. This is gonna be a long discussion about Vin Diesel's inability to drink a beer. <laughs> God, right, how, well, does, how does Vin Diesel drink a martini? <laughs> Let me show you, Sam. He like as I hold my martini bottom, glass. like palms the bottom. He's gonna palm the bottom like this. Or no, he's gonna be like this. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold the base yeah, of it because he does it on right. the very bottom of it. Drink it like that. For those of you who don't know, it's the bottom of the stem. 
it's where the glass meets the table and he's palming the bottom of that yeah, <laughs> just for those radio. who are visually visually uh impaired at this point because you know podcast all right <laughs> so any any final news no let's move on moving on all right well uh chris and john want to do a little fargo so uh have at it oh geez i guess we got to talk about fargo um <laughs> don't you know pretty yeah very, very much lacking in that vibe this year um okay fargo season four uh Let's see. So we talked about the third season, right? That's when Chris parachuted into the show, I guess. Yeah, that's when that's when I stepped in. Um, so, you know, all these seasons are different, different stories. Um, they've been at times somewhat interconnected with previous ones, though not significantly so far as that you actually need to watch uh, the previous ep- previous seasons. Um, so this season is set in. 50s st louis or missouri kansas city no kansas city um and it's essentially a double-sided story about the italian mob and uh this black i don't know what do you what are they actually called uh, the canon limited or something no another organized crime family uh, african-american organized crime family who take part in this ritual that's been done through the years of exchanging like the firstborn. Oh no. Just like the youngest son of one leader with the other, the youngest son of the other family. And, you know, you do that to sort of keep the peace and maintain order because as long as, you know, the other side has what is effectively a hostage, you know, there's the sort of implicit, you know, guarantee of nothing's going to happen. It's like what the Romans did to the barbarians. Is that is that a thing? Because that seemed very like Old Testament kind of. Uh... Yeah, the Romans used to take the chief's sons and bring them into their army and raise them as uh, legionnaires, in order to say, "Don't attack us. We have your sons, but we will right. raise them to be fighters in the Roman army." Gotcha. So, I gotta be <laughs> honest with you. I'm not feeling this season as much as I normally do. Um. And I've enjoyed, I think the first season's good, second season's really good, third season's okay. This one, like, I just kind of, I, th- I think <coughs> by the end of the third episode, I've got a little bit of a better idea. I think maybe part of it, oh, and this is another point, we need to make illegal two-hour pilots. Like, they're just, they're done, they're not happening anymore, because they're awful. It would, like, It was two hours? Yeah, well, the first two episodes were shown shown in one. I mean, it's it's fucked up because now we've just been binging this since. Like, we didn't watch it in real time. Or I saw some of the first episode, but then I had to push it aside because I was busy. But um, I think it's taken a while for the story to even really develop. Wouldn't you yeah. say? Yeah, like, I no, think I think so. The second half of the third episode, it actually kind of gets going. But, like, man, we're spending, like, two and a half hours just, like, like, what is going on here? I don't even really understand the point of, like, anybody. And, you know, some of the characters are, like, interesting. Like, I think, like, the nurse is kind oh, of, like, man. out there. Out there it's such a huge show. departure from her character in the, in the last season. <laughs> right. Well, what do you mean? She was the cop last season. No, that's not. That's a different actress. Really? Yeah, yeah. 
That's not that's not Carrie Coon. Like the main character. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, uh, the yeah. No, no, the nurse and the main character, the cop from last season, the main character. Yeah, no, that's a different different. Actress. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the same. Anyway, but yeah, the, no, they the usually nurse. they don't usually do that. But yeah, she she's interesting in her own way. Um, I don't know. It's just it's not working so far. It's only been three episodes in. I'm I'm gonna give it plenty of time, but yeah, just. The, I, I have that problem. The main characters in the show are not as interesting as their supporting members. So, um, uh, what's his name? Dr. Senator, I find very interesting because he's literally the most logical person there. I find Timothy yeah. Ol- Oliphant's, um, <laughs> like, Mormon bounty hunter character, I think it, I think it's great. And I can't wait. I can't, I would love to see more of him. Yeah, Oliphant... Yeah, he he's got playing U.S. Marshals fucking down to a T. Yeah, he does. So and then the nurse, I think, is hilarious with her, you know, <laughs> like Ipecac syrup that she puts in the apple pie. Like that's, I, it, I find, I find it. I, I agree with everything you just said. I find that there's not enough crazy in there yet. If we're going to get it, there needs to be more like stupid crazy things. Right. To, to offset the seriousness of what Chris Rock and um, uh, what's his face, uh, Jason Schwartzman is trying to, characters are trying to do. There's not enough crazy in there to offset all that stuff. Right. And there's some kind of, you know, mystique with Chris Rock's character of like them. I, I didn't quite grasp what the deal is with the credit cards. Like, was that because like he leaves there after the guy pretty much rejects it. And he was like, yeah, it went just as planned. Like, did they want to get shot down? Or was that, they just, know. you know, okay. All right. So that's, maybe that's, that's kind of like the only thing I'm really interested in. His character doesn't interest me that much. He really does Not doesn't. really. No, he's, Every, not, he's not very compelling. Like, it seems like he's got a certain presence when he's on screen. And like, you know, at the end of the third episode, he's like chewing somebody out. And like, oh, no, no, no there's this whole thing of this, this other kid who comes up for him asking for money. And he goes on to a yeah, whole thing of like, right. which like that was, you know, I think part of it too is like a lot of people are just like speechifying on this show and like just giving like these like, you know, monologues and like when it's on, it's on, but it can also be very draining when like that's happening over and over again. Yes. You know? Yes. And there were certain parts where for 20 minutes there was a lot of monologues and. Right. And like it, there's it was, this. It was just not, not quick enough you know it, yeah it, it needed to we needed to get moving at the end of the second episode and right. i don't think i don't think we started moving yet no i think well how many <clears throat> how many episodes were you you're three in, three right? i'm three five okay. came out but. yeah like i think i think it finally started to happen because the sort of like inciting event so to speak happens like way earlier like i can't remember what it is in the second season in the first season you know, Billy Bob Thornton and uh, Martin Freeman cross paths and, you know, Billy Bob Thornton or Martin Freeman. No, Billy Bob Thornton kills a guy. Then Martin Freeman, something happens to him, but that's like the first or two second episode in like, it's, it's very quick. Whereas this one is really taking its time. And there's like a certain, you know, like, you know, some of these like monologues are coming and you're just like, well, all right, fucking settle in for the next eight minutes here. We'll yeah. see what happens. Um, I, 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 I'm not. 
I don't know. Like I could turn this off right now and not be phased that I didn't finish it. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it another couple episodes because it did start to like kick on at the end of the third one, but it's it's taken a couple attempts to like get through three. Yeah, but yeah, I, is, I agree. Yeah, I and I think I, you know with season three not being especially strong either, it's not trending in a great direction, uh, especially too like. Did any of you finish Legion? No, that was also a Noah Holly show. No, no. I I need to watch the last season, but yeah, I started watching. Like I think I'm two or three into like, the last season, and just fell by the wayside. Um, I, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like FX is kind of falling into this rut. Yes, where it's not. <clears throat> I, I I I get that they're trying to do like drama shows like Fargo, and then they had the Americans, and that's gone now, but. They're starting to hit this stride where it's like they're trying to find their next big thing, and it's yeah. not really, not really coming to fruition. I don't think. They, they well, some, I mean, it's it's so much easier said than done, though. Yeah, yeah, they, that's true. They have good comedy programs, but like, yeah, I feel like. Have you been watching Archer? Yeah, that's. I don't think it's as funny as the other seasons when he was in the coma. Archer got picked up. Yeah, Archer picked up for twelfth season, I think, and yeah. I, I haven't watched it since like four. But, but like, that's, that's like most sitcoms, though. Yeah, Archer's not bad. Like it, it's good. Um, what we do in the shadows is really good. I definitely recommend that. Um, if you like Taika Waititi stuff, um, but oh, but I watched the Taika quick quick streaming rack. Watch the Taika Waititi movie on fuck Netflix, I think. Maybe it's on HBO. It's really tough to keep track of them at this point. Um, it's called, uh, oh, shit, Hunt of the Wilder People or whatever. It's with Sam Neill. Okay. Pretty good. Really? It's a little a nice little comedy. If you get a little, like, hour and a half to kill, could do yeah, worse. I've heard about that one. I've heard it's pretty good. It's funny. It's, it's like he's got a certain style of, you know, that dry-ass New Zealand comedy that isn't, like, all day, every day. But as a little treat, it goes a long way. Yeah. Anyway, sidebar. Um, yeah, no, I know what you mean. But I, I think part of it, too, is, like, look what happened to AMC. Like, they had, at the same time, Mad Men, Breaking Bad, and, like, the first couple seasons of Walking Dead, when that show was huge. Yeah. And what have they done since? Like, yeah. they've had some, you know, interesting miniseries, but, like, Nothing to really write home about. Did they have Nosferatu? I think they have Nosferatu. I, yeah, I don't think I don't that's know. as wide, like as uh, good as everything else, though. You know. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not sure about that, but uh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's, it it's tough. It, it's tough with because I mean FX too. Like they're definitely trying to go for the more kind of like prestigious shows, and like that sort of makes sense if you look at them now as like. Everything is like Apple. I mean, not Apple. Like Disney, you know, Fox through the whole thing. Like you have sort of like partitioned sections of like, okay, this is like more mass market. This is more, you know, adult sort of interests. Like you know, they just had, you know, the FX on Hulu thing with like devs, which I thought was excellent. Um, no one really got into that here, but um, I watched the first episode. Yeah, it could be a hitter. It could be a hitter miss. Like yeah. I, could, I could see why somebody would be like, "Fuck it." After the Is this episode. a Chris show? 
No. No. Okay. No, because it, it actually it reminded me of like a Stanley Kubrick movie. So no, it's the okay. Sam show. It is a Sam show. Yeah. But um, Sam anyway. needs to actually watch TV. To yeah. Sam, yeah. Sam would Sam would Sam would like it, but you know, easier said than done. Again. Anyway. Yeah. So Fargo, I think Chris Chris is a maybe. Chris is a we'll see what happens. In the non-COVID world, is probably a no. But when yeah, I'm trapped inside, I mean, I'll I'll probably keep checking out Fargo because there, there's definitely going to be a you know, there's going to be a big hole of shows. Although I mean, they're still filming stuff now. Like yeah. it's not as if I I sort of thought they weren't going to be able to film anything for like a year, but they're doing stuff now. So. But I guess what I was saying is like there might be you know a gap there where there's not actually too much TV for the first time in like a decade. So I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Last week I had a decent docket. I had all the Walking Dead stuff. I had this. I had Blythe Manor. It, you know, I had a, I had a full plate. So it's been a while since that has happened. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, we'll get Fargo a little bit more. See what happens. Maybe we'll do an end of season if we finish it. Recap and that's about it. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to get into one of those two, Blythe Manor or uh, Walking Dead? Well, uh, I was going to say, you mentioned Walking Dead. So, Chris, you've watched a little bit of uh, The Walking Dead World Beyond, which yeah. is the spinoff. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't you uh, let us know about that? So so for those of you who don't know, Walking Dead is like the biggest show on TV for the past, I don't know, 10 years or whatever. Uh, so they had The Walking Dead, and then they did a spin to Fear the Walking Dead, which isn't really a spin... Well, I guess it is a spinoff. So they did Fear the Walking Dead, which is also pretty big. And they're season six, I think. And then they did a Walking Dead World Beyond. This is one of those, like, let's do all the Walking Deads in all the time slots on AMC. <laughs> so this is the first one to come to fruition. It's, it's essentially about these people who were just... who congregated during the end of the world into this campus. And then this campus is an outpost for two other places that created this like uh, government, whatever, whatever you want to label it. So it's the new government essentially. And it's just the story about these four kids who are um, going out into the world to try and find their dad because they think their dad is being hurt by this new government. So, and it, I'm going to put it out there. This show is a huge miss. This show is a miss. Uh, I never really had hope for it in the first place. And I thought it would be better. But no. No. Um, it's, the, the show does prove how stupid some people can be during an apocalypse. You know, they've been living in the apocalypse for roughly 10 to 15 years. And they have no idea what to do. Like, they have no idea what's going on outside. And, and, and it's just, I thought it would be these people trying to learn how to live out on their own, but it's really not. It's just these four emotional kids that are just trying to make it to some place that is ridiculously stupid to get to. Um, they, they, and they just don't get it. They just don't get it. The, the, the biggest... So throughout the show the biggest there's this one scene there's this one episode actually maybe two that really gets to me is there's there's supposedly this massive tire field that's been burning for years like five to ten years or something that attracts all the zombies there now 
they choose to go through it to skip going around rivers and shit like that to get to New York. So, so they go in. And for the entire first part of the episode, they're breathing in tire smoke. And I'm pretty sure, I'm not an expert or anything, but I'm pretty sure you choke when you breathe tire smoke. Yeah. I'm pretty it's, sure it's not healthy. Toxic. They didn't cough at all the whole time. So, and then they slept there. I'm sorry. They slept in the middle of it. <coughs> that said, really, really annoying about that. But but this the thing as a whole is just, I don't care about any of these people at all. And that was that was the good thing about fear in The Walking Dead. In the first episode, the first sec, the first and second episode, you actually knew who the people were, and you actually cared about at least a couple of them. It was it, it, like from episode one, you cared about Rick and what happened to Rick. Yeah, all the time. And fear is the same way with with the kids and the teacher and the mom. Like that's that's who you cared about. And with this, it's just I don't care. Um, I will also put something. Yeah, and for <laughs> for a show that I'm sorry, but for a show that can't make a viewer care about the characters, that's not really something that a drama TV network can afford to do. And I can't, I can't stress this enough. Zombies are cool, yes, but nobody cares right now about how a zombie in one episode looks. Greg Nicotero, I'm looking right at you. <laughs> He's super excited about how like a zombie who's decaying through a fence looks. And I get it. I get it. So, you know, you like that. But at this point, we're, we're <laughs> we just want to get the story going. We don't care about the zombies and whether or not they're covered in oil or stuff like that. Just move the story along. We care about how story, how cool this story is going to be and how is it going to affect the characters that I care about. And that's not happening with this. So I think it's a huge miss. I think I'm not alone, too. I don't think the reviews for this are great. No, they're not. They're really bad. Yeah, I can't. I, I really hope that AMC looks at this and says, maybe we should not do these. Because I'd be really happy if they went off the air. Because I just, I, I just can't. I just can't get along with it. I just can't get on that train. I can't. And after keeping up with The Walking Dead right now, I really don't care for the for Carol and Daryl spinoff show mm. at all. I don't. I don't. I'd rather have Daryl and his kind of new love interest spinoff, and I'll take that. But the, no, no. AMC, you lost me. I'm, I'm probably gonna be done. I'm probably gonna be done after World Beyond, or <laughs> done with World Beyond. All right. I don't recommend it for anybody who likes to walk into the universe, by the way. So, <clears throat> gave it to a shot. up Chris's day here, uh, let's, let's move on to a show that debuted on your birthday of all days. Oh, yes. Supermarket Sweet came out. Oh, back. yeah. Okay. Uh, Two episodes. Yeah, Chris right? has a big smile on his face. Two episodes. Yeah, well, it was like an hour long episode. Uh, well, you know what I mean. There were two back to back. Yeah. There were two yeah, back to back. It was episodes. it was well, if you watched it on Hulu, there was no break. It was one hour long episode. Yeah, yeah. It's on Hulu. It no commercials really helps with supermarket sweep because you just want to know those freaking totals at the end. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know no, you know what you know what is great though, and I really appreciate this, is they actually adjusted the prices for inflation. Because remember 
Yeah. <laughs> and you saw it with that first total. You saw it. It's like $3,000. I was like, damn. The, the reactions of those people was genuine because you know they yes. watched all the episodes before and it's like, you'd be happy if you cracked 1,200. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, that's a good sweep. Too. That was a good crack sweep. 12. Yeah. But yeah, they cracked 3,000. It's just, I looked at that number. I'm like, well, yeah, they finally said that blocks of cheese can actually be 50 bucks. So, yeah. you know, let's have at it. Yeah. Uh, they, they had a couple of new, I think they had a couple new, like, little games and stuff. Yeah. They had, um, the, the first was, uh, when the they, they asked the question. And all three people had to run and find the product. I like that. I do too. I like that. It's also mildly dangerous, but I <laughs> yeah. like it. Yeah. Um, I also like the logo one where they yeah. do a few pieces of things of the logo. I like that one a lot. I, I don't, do I think, you know, I love the show itself and I like how some of the questions are so simple, but Leslie Jones or the, people who are giving the answers correctly, they need to be a little bit more assertive with this is correct. This is not correct. Yeah. Um, Cause they like with some of those, there was one particular one where it's like the lady said the name of the, the brand, just not the name properly. Right. And then the other, the other team said the lucky charms elf and they got it right, but they didn't actually say the name was lucky. It's just, there needs to be some a little bit more clarity on that, and I hope they kind of sort it out because that's not a bad, that's not a bad little trivia thing. I like it. It's just yeah. it needs to be a little bit more hashed out, like they do in Jeopardy. Like we'll take that answer, we won't take that answer. Yeah. Um, the one I hated was the the egg carton one, where it's the scrambled up words. Yeah, there's no that. there's no rules in that because yeah, you it's... would put the number of letters at the bottom didn't match originally the numbers that were shown. And it's just yeah, it's, you're trying yeah, to scramble it, all that. It like I, I'm bad at that kind of puzzle, anyways. Those kind of like where it's a, a word all mixed up to be a different word, and you have to unscramble it and figure. It. I'm horrible yeah. at those games. Um, yep. so like I sat there, I was like, no, nope. like I couldn't even try. Like I, I'm just that bad that like you have to actually be good at those because some of those were tough. Yeah. Um, can I? I have a burning question. Yes, I, I haven't seen it. Do they still do the weird trivia story thing? Yes, no, they don't. No, no, they, they kind of do. They have interactions with like the cashier. The oh, yeah, and the security guard. Yeah, they don't there's, have those. They, there's weird... a cashier. Yeah, oh yeah, they and he's like perverted. weird sexual in sexual innuendos <laughs> or something. He is very perverted. He's like, oh, I'm gonna check them out. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> I kind I kind of like that. Um, I hate that. I hate that so much. Don't oh, they know this is a show for housewives between the hours of three and four o'clock in the afternoon? <laughs> yeah, but like all of the, you know what the thing is? All of the contestants are exactly what I remember from yeah. What was it, in the nineteen eighties when this show was out? It was the nineties, but it's the two moms who had nine kids. Yeah. You know, they just, yep. they were going strong. And then, like, the, the kid who brought her mom on, who was epically useless in the last oh, show. Oh, her grandmother. Her, her grandmother, grandmother, sorry, grandmother. And they called her Mama. And she was like, everyone calls me Mama. You call me Mama. They're like, and we've updated your name on your tag. You are now <laughs> <Yeah>. Mama. <laughs> Is it still the same opening of, like, who's got the lasagna? 
No. No. I think oh, it's because no, I think it's because it's COVID. They don't do that. Yeah, Once they don't it's all no, over, oh, you're right. There's no there's no crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's too bad. I hope they bring that back though. My biggest concern out of this whole thing was um because in the show, in the original show, there's Dave who is the guy standing there, but then the like there was that overall announcer when they were sprinting through the aisles. It oh, was yeah. different. It was a different guy and I liked his yes. voice. My biggest concern was whether or not Leslie Jones was going to do that, and she did, and I was not disappointed. I actually was not disappointed. I was. Like, so, the only Leslie Jones I've ever been exposed to is SNL, and she kind of was a part of the dark years of SNL, where it wasn't that good. Um, What do you mean dark years? It's, like, consistently... Yeah, it hasn't been good for a while. It's it's gotten a little better over the past couple seasons, but anyways, um, I I don't know. I just don't find her funny. She yells too much. She does yell a lot, and it's like just because you're yelling doesn't mean you're. It's funny, like you're saying, like right. So like just the fact that she did both voices kind of bugged me. I kind of wanted somebody who would actually do like a play by play announcer. As they're like grabbing stuff, rather than her like yelling into a microphone. Honestly, I it, she she's in the background too. It's supermarket sweet, dude. You're you're looking at the stuff that the people. You're too busy trying to find the clues. Oh yeah, to find, to find like the cucumbers and all the stuff that they need. Not to mention, oh, you get the triple bonus over there. Go get yeah. that. You know why aren't you taking the ham? That's fifty dollars. So she she does the play by play too. Is what yeah, yeah wow. but it's not even like a play by play. It's like she chimes in every once in a while, and yeah, then yeah. she'll just like there's a golden can now, so she'll announce, "Oh, the golden can is in aisle three. Um, gotcha. Stuff like that, and it's yeah, it's well, you got to think where it's like the development of the show was probably like a week and a half. So I don't well, think I, been, you, you say that, but it's, I think it's I'm been sure a little they, bit more. They sweated over so many dumb decisions you you didn't even realize. <laughs> um, I bet you they did too, because like some of these, there's there's a little bit of a physical aspect to this. <laughs> yeah, in that initial, the second episode, and the when they were trying to get that initial like razor blade or something. Oh yeah, I could have swore somebody was getting an elbow in the face. I, I was <laughs> ready because that girl had her hand on it. But the guy like came in and like snatched it like right from her, and you saw her. She like turned around, like glared at him. Yeah, like somebody, somebody did that, and it's just, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. They're gonna, I think, I feel like they're gonna change things. Maybe if they do a second season, which, I mean, it, the show's freaking back. I want it to stay. <laughs> I I, honestly, I, at the end of the day, no matter how many complaints I have for the show, I'm excited to watch it this Sunday. <laughs> or sorry, this Monday when it comes on Hulu. It's a I can Sunday night it. family family TV night. Right? I can't believe I'm gonna say that, but it's oh, so goodness. true. Yeah. Now you got another year or two, man, and then you're gonna have to settle in. <laughs> Get the family TV night going. I know, right? Gonna have to force family TV nights over, you know, watching shit on the iPad or whatever. Yeah, you know what? It, you know what it's gonna be Sunday morning. Me and the kid will go to the grocery store and be like, "All right, we're trying to do it in 22 minutes. <laughs> Get it done." And Get then the we'll hams. Go. Yeah, and then Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, the next thing I know, my bill, 
just comes back with like three turkeys and you're like, well, the next thing I know, what I'm expecting otherwise. I get a phone call on the ride back from the grocery store. It's like, from, from my wife, it's like, the credit card company just called. Why is there $4,000 charged on the credit card to, to stop and shop? <laughs> oh, well, uh, we did a little supermarket sweep. <laughs> you know, it was supposed to only be two minutes and 30 seconds. We did 22 minutes and five seconds. So. Also, we had we had to uh, pick up the uh, four-foot statue of the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> okay. Can we, that cost, I that criticize, cost 3000 I'm going to criticize <laughs> one of the moms in the first episode, or second, whatever it was. You don't take a bonus at the start of your empty cart. You oh, always take it at the end. She was or running around with a pool floating. Go back. You remember one of those long pool floaties? She carried yes. it around in an empty cart. Yeah, it was. No. Oh my god, it was so dumb. And um, <laughs> and so you know what I do like? So she has her shopping list. I like that. Where like was it? It was. Which goes along with the the adult theme, apparently, of this show now. Where it was like, I'm having a me night. I need a Glade uh, candle. Oh, yeah. uh, I need, like, the uh, something else. And a cucumber. Don't ask what any of it's for. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Peas. Yeah, right? Wow, that's, that's, pretty, uh, that's pretty direct. Right? Right? Um, hey, but yeah. nobody... Nobody did them. Nobody did the, the no, uh, special no, no, because the scoop was in the veggies. It was all the way in the front. But like, why not do that? Like, especially like the first person. Like, if I was on the show and I was like, I had the top number. The first thing out of the gate would be, okay, I'm going to get her shopping list done. Mm-hmm. Those three items, because you have that time. And then the rest of the time, you're trying, well, you're basically shopping with the other You people. get those bonus things immediately. You, you yeah, but it's to... like 500 bucks for like the shopping list. I, I know, but that's why you get the bonus things too. You get that. Yeah, in the... Okay, we'll discuss are we, shopping. Are we, we'll are we good? Are we going to have to do a podca- a separate podcast where you guys just break down every episode of Supermarket Sweep? We might have to. Sweep the sweep. Next season, I think we might have to apply. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you guys should you guys should both apply as, as if you're you know a couple. <laughs> oh man! All, All right. right. Well, moving on to our, our last TV show of the uh, of the night. Uh, Haunting of Bly Manor came out. What was that? Two weeks ago. Uh, it came out on the fourth. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, so two weeks ago, it's the second season of the Haunting of series. Um, same director, a uh, couple of the same cast. A creator. I think there's a few yeah. different directors. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, very much like a, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, the the uh, American Horror Story. Very much that style, like carries from one season to the next the character the actors play different characters but it's the same from the the previous season um which i'm i like um this season though so i i've i'm only up to episode six yeah we should say where we are i'm not chris is finished i'm at episode six so i don't know how it ends but we're gonna go spoilers here so if you haven't watched it skip ahead um 
At least up till six. Yeah, up, it's up until the episode <clears> six. <throat> but so far, this season's not scary. Like, I remember being terrified of, of Hill House. Like, every episode was terrifying. This one, yeah. not so much. I'm basically, everything that's happened, I've called. Uh, yes. And it, it won't be, um, it won't be super scary. Yeah. Compared to Hill House. Not, not yeah. this season. No way. Um, but there are some. There are some that come out. Uh, and you've probably so, already noticed the ghosts, like, inserting themselves already. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's... You, you can see it. The only mystery right now for how I've seen is who the lady in the water is. The only mystery you've seen? Like, because there's the lady in the water. So, like, the partner guy, he was, like, leaving the house and the kids were up. He was like, go back to bed. And then all of a sudden she, like, choke slams him into the uh, the forbidden wing and, like, kills him by choking him and then walks him oh, down. Oh, the guy? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's, like, the first time you the really the, see the the, that lady. Um, yeah, she was creepy. Really oh, yeah, no, creepy. yeah. That, that, was good. that was, like, that was a good scare. It wasn't, like, Nell coming from the backseat of a car scary, like, season no, one. No, but that happened later, too. That was, like, episode seven or eight. Right. So... But, but that's about where we are. God, that, was, that was a sh- <laughs> Yeah, that was terrifying. I watched that on the train. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was awful. But uh, so just to, for anybody who hasn't seen it. So this so the first season Hill House was based off of the novel The Haunting. Um, this one is based off of the novel The Turning The Turn of the Screw. Which That's Sam loosely, should be very loosely. familiar with because See? the turning, the turning that came out this year, you know, your the most anticipated movie for Sam of 2020 was Every also time, based off of the turn of the screw. Every time I went to a movie theater, that trailer came on. I must have seen that trailer like 50 times. Well, Sam, it's the same See, here's source the thing. material. I like hovered over the show uh, on Netflix to have like them play just that little bit yeah and like from that just little bit it was like her being driven to the place and like talking about the kids and i'm like oh god is this turning of the uh screw yeah yes yes it is sam it's like oh god You, you should sam you should sit down you should read the novel then watch this show and the turning and just tear the turning to shreds it'll make you feel better <laughs> well uh, it, I, feel uh, like, I feel like that would make the movie break me and i'm, I'm not letting it break me uh, i i feel like i'm eventually gonna see it like maybe when this is over i will go back and watch it. it is a 2020 movie so and i did hear <laughs> the ending is horrid and is what hurts that movie more than anything else but we're not talking about the turning. We're talking about Bly Manor. Um, yeah, every twist and turn and like plot point that's been going on in the season, I've called. I've like said it to my wife while we're watching. I'm like, oh, that person's dead. Oh, that person's going to kill that person. Oh, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. Oh, and like I know all these things and they all turned out to be true. But it's it's not... With horror movies, I do this all the time. It's it's not just about picking out the stories. It's whether or not it actually is a compelling and a good story. Yeah. And even though I can call 
what's happening, to me, this was very well put together. And this was very well done. And it was a very compelling story. And I loved the way that the actors delivered all these parts. I love the way that the actors portrayed these characters. And love the way that this was written. I love the pacing of this episode, uh, this this series. I loved all of this. That said, this whole thing was not as good as Hill House. But then again, that is like the bar for horror yeah. TV. So, so Chris, if you were rating this show, would you say it's perfectly splendid? Don't. I don't even want to hear that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's when she she walked around for like what three episodes? Yeah, perfectly splendid, perfectly splendid, and like I I kept hearing the voice. I don't know what was more creepy, her doing that or just the the kid in general, the boy in general. (laughs) Yeah, just but like I I heard her doing that. I was like, what the hell? Like who talks like that? I mean, nobody. yeah, like, it's so, it's not just creepy, but it's annoying. It's, like, annoyingly creepy. It's like, yeah. I understand, you're, you're, you're a creepy little kid. You can stop saying perfectly splendid like that. It, it, uh, oh, excuse me. It does, it does drop, though. Like, she, she stops saying oh, yeah, yeah, that she after does. a while. Um, but this was, so you've hit the drop. You've hit like when everything's starting to fall into place. Right. Yeah. You uh, hit that. Yes. Um, yes. And this is the second season in a row where they set it up in my eyes, like perfectly where the drop was just fantastic. All right. Um, whether or not you called it is a different story, but the right. fact that they did, did it that way just made it perfect. Like there's the one with the Butler, uh, uh, the housekeeper yeah that one but there's just another like one that just drops after that and then you right now you're gonna fall off the edge right so you're at the point right now where it's just gonna go down 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 yeah i'm at the point right now where the new nanny who is the living nanny just realized that the house is haunted yeah so you're gonna hit the fall yeah um, so I I have high hopes for the next few episodes. Yeah, I really liked them. I really genuinely liked them. Again, it wasn't as good as Hill House, but the the creator and the writers and and the directors for this have done two fantastic jobs, like attaching you to these characters where you just simply care about what happens to all of them, and it's it's hard for shows to do, and I think that these two shows have done it in such a way that it does not matter if they're playing the same person anymore. Mm. I think that these actors are in the, in the, the script writers are so talented that they can portray different characters every season and just deliver. But again, with horror movie and that's, and that's the problem with horror. It does not transition well to TV. It is very hard to transition from horror movies to TV platform. It's very hard to do. Instead, right. look at all the sci-fi channel shows. Look at all the CW horror shows. Look at The Order. Look at The Purge. Look at, you know, just there's there's just numerous numerous horror genres that don't transition well to TV. And for some reason, I don't know what's happening, but Mike Flanagan at Netflix has done this. 
Yeah. Whether or not its source material is being used from somewhere else, it does not matter. They are transitioning so well that this is my horror advice every year. <laughs> the haunting of this is my horror advice every year. I yeah. will watch these as they are out every horror season, or every Halloween season. Was the, the last one came out what two years ago? Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I forget. Twenty eighteen. Uh, yes, October twenty, October twenty eighteen. Yes. Yeah. So every two years we get a new season. I'm okay with it because production value is really good. It seems like they put a lot of thought into each season. Um, the set location for this was beautiful. Oh yeah. Like I want to own this property. Oh my. God, Maybe not. Amazing. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. But like I want to own this. Yeah. Oh man, it's it's great. And like what's really nice about this season is well, first of all, Victoria uh Pederetti, I think that's how you say her name. Um the she plays Danny in this. She played Nell in the previous season. It's like between these two seasons and she was a re- reoccurring character on you. That's all she's ever done. So like she's gaining some like popularity in people like they're noticing her um but even like uh the guy who plays owen like he was in i zombie and that's about it um the the uh, woman who plays jamie the uh the gardener she like this is the only thing she's ever been in like there's a lot of people who've never done anything who are in this these this at least this season and they're doing a phenomenal job i feel yeah, and the only, like, the only, I don't want to say the only big name, like, the biggest name I know is Carla Giugino. Yeah. And she's she's in the beginning. She's just the narrator. Yeah, she's she narrates the whole thing. But um, Oliver Jackson Cohen, the guy who plays Peter. Um, yeah, he he's, been in, he's been in some stuff. He, like, he was in um, Invisible Man. He plays the Invisible Man in uh, this year's Invisible Man. Like, mm-hmm. he's done, like, major stuff. Yeah. But... I mean, it like to have such a it's a cast of like nobodies and do so well with them. Like it's impressive what they they were able to do with this season. And again, so, like, and again, and again, working with kids is tough. And yeah, this guy so far has been doing very good with it. With both hauntings of, um, he's doing he's doing really well with the, with the kid. That kid actor, the boy in this one, yeah. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Creep, no, he creep me great, out. He's creep really happy. Um, I know because, like, when I was watching this, I was hearing the little girl's voice was uh, Flora is the character. Um, I'm like, she's done something because, like, she's got a great voice. Turns out she's the voice of Peppa Pig. Like, oh, she's really? The <laughs> voice of Peppa Pig. So I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, um, fair enough. And I'm still very thrown off that henry thomas is in these seasons because he's elliot from et and in this he's british which is really weird to me because he's not british yeah whatever that's not anyways that's not that's not a big deal so Um, yeah i i I love this i love blood manor i thought it was great yeah i'm i'm really excited to see what the next one is going to be. I mean, I still have to finish this one, but yeah, I'm... finish finish this one. It, it's also, you know, what really bothers me too is, and and this is just a general overall discussion for the rest of you guys. 
after I watched this, I went on and I looked like, all right, well, who directed this? You know, cast cast names, things like the usual research after you watch something. Yeah. And then I, I went to YouTube and I typed in the uh, Haunting Blind Manor. And it just I just wanted to see what, what popped up. And the first like 10 things were the ending of Bly Manor explained. Oh, God. Now, to all our listeners, I would think you're educated. <laughs> if you can't understand the ending of Bly Manor, I don't know if you should be watching movies or TV. <laughs> it is quite literally one of the simplest endings ever. I don't want to say I don't want to I don't want to downplay it. It was a good ending. It was a solid ending. But there is no reason why you need to be explained the way it was ended. There are no like holes that you need to fill in. There's nothing. I I feel like on especially on YouTube, there's plenty of channels that are the ending of whatever movie explained. And it could be like the simplest of movies and like their page is dedicated to explaining the ending. Which yeah. is like stupid because why do I want to watch a video of somebody explaining a movie when I can sit down and enjoy that movie? Well, it's that's just that. It's just I understand some movies end on either cliffhangers or like oh, yeah. subtle things where it may not be the case, but it may be the case. Oh, but this is what the director said, yada, yada, yada. Like, nah, this is not the case. This <laughs> is like trying to come up with an ending explained thing for Hubie Halloween, which we will discuss soon. <laughs> yeah, don't. Listen, it. It, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't bode well for the thing if, like, it actually needs further explanation. Right. It, but Unless... the thing is, I'm telling you, it doesn't. Right. Once you finish, Sean, let me know if you oh, yeah, need yeah, me yeah. to explain the ending to you. Okay. <laughs> and after the slap in the face, I will explain it. <laughs> oh, well, virtual slap in the face. So no, I will drive saying. to his house that I've never been to before and slap his face. <laughs> you will break quarantine. <laughs> I will break quarantine. Well, since he's traveling soon, he has to get the test and everything. I will quarantine myself. <laughs> just to wait till I get the negative test result back, then you can come see me and slap. Okay. Okay. okay we're all safe. We're all safe. Now we can meet. <laughs> now we can engage in physical violence. Yeah, all it's right. just genuinely annoying that there's an ending explained thing for this when you did <laughs> just. It's comical. I don't want to say it's comical if you no. It's comical if you do. <sighs> All right. Anyway, I recommend it. I highly recommend this. Yeah, like if, I recommend if, it too. It's, it's Halloween good. in nine days. Bang it out. Jeez, you're good. All right. Well, speaking of Halloween, uh, everyone's favorite actor and writer, uh, comedic actor and writer, Adam. No Sand- writer and actor. Writer and actor. Oh, writer, no, actor. No need, no need to modify. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was so Oscars with him. So. He, he he did Hubie Halloween uh, on Netflix, which is uh, a, a, a movie about a guy who's picked on by a lot of people, but he's the Halloween monitor, and he he has to save the day. I guess when I people believe, start going, I believe mystic. this is a movie about an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, that makes sense too. <laughs> um, I was, I was like looking at it. I was like, okay, when was the last time I watched an Adam Sandler written movie, like actually sat down and watched something written by him. And it's been a long time. 
Um, I thought this movie was hilarious. Well, when, when was the last Adam Sandler movie you saw, Chris? Uh, the one that he has written? Yes. Because, uh, like, I need he, to look he it did up. Murder Mystery, which, like, he didn't write. He just starred in and produced. So I don't really count that. It has to be legit. Adam Sandler wrote this, like, The Ridiculous Six or Grown Ups 1 or 2 or Jack and Jill. Uh, well, he did, he did Hotel Transylvania 2, which I have seen, but, you know, I don't want to count that. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Grown Ups 2 was the last one, and I thought that was funny, too, so. I think the last Adam Sandler movie written by that I have seen was Eight Crazy Nights. That's a, that's a long time ago. That's, that's pretty distant. I, uh, watched, like, 20 minutes of The Ridiculous Sex, and then just couldn't couldn't keep with it um, <laughs> but the last one i watched cover to cover was that's my boy which saw in a drive-through and was honestly a joyful experience never thought about it again or watched it again but john do you want to know why you enjoyed it why is that <laughs> he didn't write it oh did okay well all right so that's out yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of shocked at that actually because that's a Happy Madison one he produced and everything. Right, he produced, he did not write. I can't, I can't name the last time. It was probably roughly around the same time, Sean. So like Little Nicky came out in 2000. Yeah, it's like around that time. Yeah, like I I just look at his live action movies and I'm like, wow, these are bad. Oh, they fell off after. Well, he did Waterboy and Big Daddy, Happy Gilmore, and Billy Madison. So yeah. Like those were hurt. Those were his prime. Movies. Honestly, after Little Nicky, and I know Little Nicky gets a lot of crap for like it's not a good movie, but I find it funny. I hate um, Little Nicky. But like everything after that is pretty bad. Like, yeah, but I think he redeems himself with this movie. To be fair, uh, it's written by the same guy who wrote Hoobie Halloween, which right. Spoiler alert is a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> in all seriousness though i enjoyed the shit out of this movie yeah, oh right. my God. like and i and i have been very much on the adam sandler is kind of washed and has been washed for better part of 15 years at least probably more like 20 for being real yeah it's been 20 years um i think mr deeds is for sure the last good one yeah oh yeah um playing the hits man playing the hits having netflix give you like a fuck ton of money <laughs> like ray liotta <laughs> is getting it. a ton of money <laughs> like everybody's in it the, the cameos in this movie were were fantastic right uh, I mean, not it, even that a... it was just the ray liotta thing. <laughs> yeah ray liotta being like yeah you're right my dad did die earlier today yeah, number fifty-seven. <laughs> oh God! I'm sorry. So it just, he was super. He was so am, funny. Am I the only one that hated this? No, Sam. I'm with yes, you because you okay. allowed you 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 hated it because you allowed yourself to hate it. Yes. <laughs> oh, so I I sat through this and I was like, "Where are the joke? Oh, he's falling. All right, and where are the rest of the jokes? You didn't and laugh like, at any of that stuff." You you know what I when it the intro when it's um that the orderly from uh, Happy Gilmore like shows up 
What? Oh yeah, Ben Stiller. Yeah, Ben, ben Stiller. like Ben Stiller reprising that character. <laughs> and like I actually laughed at that part because it was like, oh, I'm remembering a funny movie from the past and I'm connecting the two. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. And then after that it was like this is kind of stupid. I mean, I thought this the, movie was hilarious. The only things I like remotely kind of found funny were like the cops. Like yeah. yeah. Okay, horrible <laughs> use of Keenan Thompson. Yeah, they did really use him a lot he did and like funny. He he kind of uh, he tickled me. Like I don't know if like I got any like audible but, laughs out of me, but like he tickled me sometimes. But I, like, bet I thought he did a good job. I yeah, bet like this movie is better. Wasn't like you you have so many voices in there and so many comedic entities in this movie. Like you got to get the plot moving at some point. Therefore, you have to cut stuff and fit things in such a smaller portion. And boy, were things cut. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about yeah, you. Were they? Like, there were jumps in time and like things were happening. I still don't understand. Do you think there's like why... a three hour? No, no, no. But like, I know it was an hour 40. Uh, yeah. Hour 42 was the And it seems time. long at an hour 42. Don't yeah. It seems a little long. Yeah. But like, what was the point of having the teacher as a character? The teacher. Teacher. The, yeah. It, yeah. See? She I was, mean, look. I as much as I said I just enjoyed it, I don't remember a single fucking thing about this movie. So I just remember was... the most universal thermos ever. Yes. And the I fact remember... that he's like, Can I have one portion of clam chowder, one portion of pea oh, soup, yeah, that was one disgusting. portion of something? Do you have A1 sauce? Yes. Oh god, that was so gross. Um, I just remember <laughs> soup playing into a lot of it. The uh, the teacher was um the woman dressed as uh oh, Cleopatra. Yeah. Like, what was the point of that character? Oh no, it was there wasn't any to, to be there. I don't know. Like that. That's like that was my reaction to most of this. Is like, okay, why? Like, wh- why are we doing a stupid accent? Like, yeah, like he didn't need the stupid accent. Did he? He could have just that? been like, like a weird kind of person, and like, I I don't understand why he's so awkward and weird. But, like, the most popular girl in the town has been in love with him forever, but married some okay. other dude. Like, you are asking all the wrong questions. <laughs> this he, movie is called Hubie Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys are thinking about this movie way too hard. Yeah, dude, well, you need to turn your brain off thing. for this movie. Here's the thing. You have to earn the right to turn off my brain, Okay. You have to make me laugh, entertain me, and this movie didn't do it, so my brain stayed on, okay? See, my brain started to turn off during the intro because it was a good intro. Like, oh, an inmate escaped, he's crazy, and Ben Stiller was there. I was like, all right, I think... And then the next thing you see is him riding down the bike talking to himself and, like, drinking the eggs and throwing up and then falling off yeah, the bike. Yeah, where like, why what? Why was with that throw up? Like I don't, why, like, I don't know. That wasn't like, funny. It's just this it's stupid weird movie. Yeah, it's but a... that was the second scene of the movie so like I was like, "All right, I'm getting into it. Never mind, I'm off." Yeah, but like it wasn't funny. <laughs> he did the he hit something and went Arr! and then like flew 15 feet, which he does in every movie I feel like he's ever been in. Yeah, he makes that same sound. Like, you're harping over 
like small little things. You you really need to like well, put I'm the critique over pad away. Used as the jokes for this. These are supposed to be the jokes. Yeah, like they weren't funny. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. <laughs> like what? I mean, what movie were you trying to watch? <laughs> Did you funny? I, yeah. I could, like I I I couldn't stop laughing at like some of the things where he just walks in and his mom's cooking lunch, dinner or whatever it was. Oh, I met the neighbor, uh, Walter. Somebody he, you know, he's good people. <laughs> like, that's just. People don't say that anymore. <laughs> <It's> just... <coughs> I mean, I, I I remember that scene where it's like the mom turns around and she's got uh was it uh, boner donor boner donor yeah and like for a second I was like okay that's kind of funny like maybe the, right the and mom's then they have really to... really like perverted or something like maybe she's just like really raunchy. And then they're just like, oh, no, she's an innocent old lady who doesn't know what that means. And like, okay, that's not funny. We have to, like, triple explain the joke. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, it keeps showing her throughout the entire show with a different shirt on that's, like, something perverted. Which would be funny if she was just raunchy, you know? Right. But, like, she was the innocent grandma, but, like, deep down, she was just raunchy. Oh, yeah. God. That's fantastic. <sighs> But I liked. Look, I needed to see a stupid humor movie, and I did, and it was so hilarious to me. It was so funny, and you could not. Oh my god! If you didn't laugh at the radio show host reveal, I don't know what I don't know what is humor I, for you guys anymore. I I didn't laugh, but I was like, huh, all right. I wouldn't have like, seen that coming. That was like an interesting twist. But then his wife comes in, and I'm like, and there goes the joke. Yeah, now it's just creepy again. Well, the joke was over. The second no, but the, no, the joke was, was that she's got a man's voice, and he can do a woman's voice. Like, it, so it was like, it, the initial joke was Shaq was the DJ doing the a DJ. woman's voice. And you're like, haha, that's funny. And then they do the same exact joke with his wife. And you're like, I just saw this joke, and then he even mentions the I can't wait to hear your real voice. She's like, this is my real voice. And then it's like, okay, this is getting weird now. And then they eat a sandwich. Yeah, and like, now I'm just super creeped out. <laughs> Adam Sandler's movie for you, though. Yeah, I just I just don't think you guys are grasping it. A lot of, a lot <laughs> they of are, they aren't. there. And I guess it's just, a lot of it's just over your head. Hey. They aren't grasping it. They really aren't. You know what this? You know what this movie is? This a movie smart is, man's comedy. That's this what this movie is. The thirty-year equivalent of Ernest Scared Stupid. No, that, that immortal. Yes, classic. it is. No, because that's actually yes, a good movie. Uh, no, but it's the same style of humor. No, uh, honestly, go back and rewatch Ernest Scared Stupid. It's actually like better than I, this. I, I did rewatch it after I watched this because that's the oh, first really? thing I thought of. Yeah. No, I I still watch Ernest Scared Stupid, and it's it's still good for me. Um, you know who? What's, I your, what's your Ernest ranking movie rankings? Uh, <laughs> scared Stupid. Yeah. Summer Camp. Oh God. It would be Jail. Jail. Oh, no, Jail wasn't there. I think I've only seen Jail and Stupid. Wow, so, that's <clears throat> that's oh, so I few. Was, I think it was Ernest Goes to Prison. I think is what it was called. Or maybe to be yeah. to be honest, uh, I believe I've only seen Scared Stupid. It's good. 
You've seen the good one. The summer camp one was great because he created like this trailer. <coughs> it was like it was like a catapult or something. It's so ridiculous. Oh god. You, so two people that I didn't hate in this movie, which I was very surprised about. Um, I didn't hate um Kevin James. Yeah, yeah. Like like I said, like the cops were yeah, they weren't great, good. but like I didn't hate those scenes. And the other one, Rob Schneider. Well, they barely used him. I didn't hate him. <laughs> and it was a great reveal, too. Which, like, damn, like, Rob Schneider's... His age hit him hard. <laughs> like, he's not where, playing, like, a Rob Schneider character that he normally plays in these movies. And then he just so, randomly like, pisses himself, and I was just like, okay, all right. Right, like, that was weird. But, I mean, they're werewolves, so, I mean... Whatever. Which, I mean, Steve Buscemi was fine. I feel like he can touch a pile of shit and make it smells halfway decent. Which is, I feel like, every Adam Sandler movie well, with Steve Buscemi. Sp- speaking of all these characters, that may be one of the few moments I, like, like did a little chuckle <coughs> was at the very end when the cops show up. Oh, yeah. And then the two crazy guys show up and like, why do we take him again? It's like we have nobody else. They're like there was no one at the station. All right, yeah. but I love how they were doing the finger guns with yeah. the cops. Yeah, like that was pretty funny. Yeah. Ah, so it was a funny movie. <laughs> Case closed. Also, there are nine Ernest movies. Oh my god. Maybe that's what we do instead of Fast and Furious. Yeah, there's a couple I didn't see either. <laughs> Oh my we should God. do we should do an Ernest podcast. Where we're just slam dunk Ernest. Ernest goes to Africa. Ernest goes to school. I did see that one. Ernest in the army. Yeah. It's Ernest something. Does something stupid. I'm trying to think of the title for that podcast. It's like Ernest and the word Ernest, but I don't know Ernest about Ernest. <laughs> it should be like the Kong Legends episode. Ernest. <laughs> Oh God! Or, or or it will be um, it will be his name. I think it's Jim Jim Varney. Jim Varney. Yeah. Jim Varney. Yeah. Well, Jane. I think I think yeah. the big takeaway for me is just fucking Sandler, man, taking a lot of money from Netflix. <laughs> like you do, you man. Like like hats off. Like I guess I guess I'll be lying to you if part of the lens I viewed this film with was like. Fuck, dude, he's really fucking Netflix over. This is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Like, look at this piece of shit movie he's making for fucking millions of dollars, and he's gonna still make more. Oh my god, what an awesome! But it's like it's like the number one thing on Netflix right now. Yeah, (laughs) I mean it's 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 a top three movie this year. (laughs) Oh man, I hate to say it, but that's true. Speaking of. Um, do you guys do you guys have any other comments or should we just uh, get to the rating? Just well, get to the rating. All right, okay. all right. Um, John, what are you giving it? Six point nine. Wow, very fitting for this movie. Absolutely. fucking Lulu. <laughs> I give uh, it an eight. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even it's not even in the ballpark of bad ratings from Chris either. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> oh, God. I really like it. All right, uh, Sam? Uh, probably like 5'2". All right, 
Ooh, that's it, strong. I gave it a 5.0. Okay. What is what does Rotten Tomatoes have for this, by the way? I'm just I, curious. That I don't know. I saw the Metacritic. It was like 53. Uh, receptions. Rotten Tomatoes, 46. Mm. I mean, I would be lying to you if I didn't have colossally low expectations. And this movie exceeded them. So yeah. part of it's an expectations game. I can sure. say that as well. Because <laughs> have you seen Ridiculous 6? Um there's like zero effort in that movie. Like that's literally like, oh, we're just gonna go to Arizona for like a summer or probably like a winter and just chill there. Uh, yep. <laughs> that <laughs> movie. Uh, I I recommend it. <laughs> I, I really do. What's on right now? I recommend it. Um, watching it in during a time of pandemic, during the month that Halloween is associated with. Yeah. If both of those things are true, then you should watch this movie, for sure. Yeah, there are certain times throughout the month of October where you should watch Halloween movies or horror movies. This falls in, like, the first week to kind of, you know, get your foot a little wet for the Halloween spirit, you know, kind of get it going. Yeah. And then and also building into the horror movies. Also nice to see, you know, a movie that's a Halloween movie, not a horror movie. Valid. Would, just a really weird question, because this just dawned on me. Do you think this would have been a better movie if they aimed more towards a PG rating than a PG-13? No. No? no? Wouldn't matter. Maybe because, like, no. I'm expecting it to be PG, and then when it's PG-13, I'm, like, shocked, and, like, that's part of the, you know value of it but like i feel like they they aimed for pg and they were like no say shit a couple times let's make this a pg-13 movie like you take out those swears and like some sexual humor and it's kind of like what i would expect this movie to be i mean it wouldn't change much and that's the problem (laughs) but i feel like if they went for like a generic like family Halloween movie and like this is what I got. I'd probably hate it more if it did that. Really? Like I would probably be like, alright, you know what? It, it did what it was set out to do. Whereas I don't know what it set out to do here. I'm just confused with this. Fair enough. Fair enough. Alright. Well, anybody have any closing thoughts? No. No? no? Uh, turn it off. <laughs> All right. Um, well, if you like our podcast, uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean. Uh, you can actually find us on Amazon Music now. We are on Amazon, guys. And we are also on Spotify. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Knights of Nerditude. Leave us a comment. Uh, let us know if there's any movies you want us to review, and uh, we'll get back to you and uh, give us a rating on any of those uh, uh, those platforms. platforms. Yeah. Uh, so until next time. Bye. Later. Spooky. Hubie.